brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. Happy news, but also sad. It's Tailgate Tuesday and the final Tailgate Tuesday of the year, Bach. Uh, but there's still time to stop by here at Chick-fil-A. We are at the 48th and O location, but they're also doing it at South Point, where you can use your Chick-fil-A app to order or scan, get rewards points, and you'll be registered to win that free tailgate meal for 15 people, which is chicken nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, and uh, lemonade, or lemonade. Uh, and the winner will be drawn tomorrow, the final one of the year. Uh, it's, Are you it's emotional? Hard. Yeah, I'm a little emotional. It's hard to believe that uh, the, the football season, especially with Nebraska uh, not being eligible for a bull, is coming to an end, and 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 therefore less chicken for us. So uh, it's going to be a maybe rough they'll reconfigure the APR uh, somehow. If Nebraska beats Iowa, I think four might get you into a bowl game. Now. <laughs> four and eight is probably four good and eight enough. with good grades. You yeah, think, yeah, yeah, good good grades. Uh, four and eight. So just call Mike Riley. He probably knows all about how to get into a bowl game with less than six wins. I did uh, see there's a possibility they're going to see some five and seven teams this year again. Uh, I following some Illinois uh, people and they're uh, they're they're thinking there might be a possibility uh, if they win they if, could get in. If five get in, why not four? <laughs> how about the I, best four <laughs> and eight team of all time? Perhaps. Uh, there's some good things going on in the state. The state playoffs are going on. High school football playoffs uh, going on throughout the state. Uh, in fact, they've already decided a couple, but uh, they continue tonight. Last night it was Bennington over Aurora to win the Class B state title, 42-14. to 14. Also in D1, Howells beat uh, Dodge Cross County, uh, 42-12. to In D2 was Kennesaw beating Sand Hills Thedford. Some of these teams you don't know exist until the state playoffs yeah, come Yeah, that's part around. of the fun. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Uh, so they won Kennesaw over Sand Hills uh, Thedford. Sand Hills Thedford, 46-42. to Boy, that was a good game. Uh, then this morning, in fact, playing right now in C1, you've got Pierce versus Columbus Lakeview. At 2.45 this afternoon, you have Norfolk Catholic versus Archbishop Bergen. And then tonight, 7.15, uh, in Class A, Gretna versus Omaha Westside. Yeah, 
exciting um, matchup tonight. Of course, Connor Happer on the call here on the ticket for that Class A championship game. Look at us go. Uh, we are way ahead of the curve. Connor Happer will be calling tonight's game, Westside versus Gretna. Gretna, like two years ago, was like a one-win team. And yeah. they become – I think that signals how big – Gretna, that area is getting because they've gone from not having a football team, you know, when I was growing up to now Gretna is really good. Yeah, it's interesting, too. Uh, Lincoln, obviously, doesn't have a team involved, but yeah. as they add two more high schools, I believe for this upcoming year of competition, uh, you know, how does that kind of spread yeah. some of the other high schools then? Because that's how, you know, that's how it's been in the past. I remember when Lincoln Southwest first kind of took over, it, it yeah. put a dent in the Lincoln South, or excuse me, yes, Lincoln Southeast. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, eventually Southeast has been able to recover. But you wonder if any of those local Lincoln schools are, are going to have a little problem with that. I shouldn't say Gretna didn't have a football team. They probably did, but uh, they certainly weren't in Class A at that particular time. Uh, of course, the big news to come out yesterday was that Adrian Martinez, his career could be over at Nebraska. His, his season is certainly over at Nebraska, and we learned that Logan Smothers will get the start, his first career start Friday uh, against Iowa. Shoulder injury from Adrian against Wisconsin. And it's weird that, in fact, Frost said this. It was kind of ironic that in a game where he never got sacked, uh, yeah. he didn't take a lot of hits. Uh, he kind of braced himself on a fall when he was rolling right after a throw uh, and that's apparently where the shoulder uh, injury happened. And now it's six months uh, before he recovers. So you wonder about his future. I- I'm a guessing that we'll find out fairly shortly about Adrian, don't you think? Yeah, it seems to be that kind of the idea is that, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are going to wait till the offseason to tell you what's what's going on. Or, you know, as they say, even think about it. But usually they make their decision quite quickly. They don't think about it for too uh, long. So it makes you think uh, maybe they're thinking about it uh, as yeah. they're telling us they're not. But in any case, uh, yeah, I think, well, I think we'll learn pretty soon. A lot of stuff maybe this weekend uh, to come out and, and maybe learn – uh, what kind of the players' ideas are. We already kind of hear, heard from Cam Taylor Britt, or haven't heard from, but saw him accept a Senior Bowl invitation. Um, that would probably go yeah. ahead and tell you that he's probably going to go ahead yeah. and leave. Um, so, you know, a lot of those Super Juniors have choices to make, and, and Adrian, the most intriguing of the bunch. But uh, I, I think that this, the fact that he's out here, I know a lot of people wanted to see him, if it was the end, finish with the biggest victory that yeah. he's had. Um, and maybe he still will. He's still part of the team. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this adds a little more in- intrigue to the game to me. It doesn't, it's kind of like next year. It doesn't better your chances. Yeah. You're certainly not in a better position to win without Adrian. Um, but it's uh, at least something different. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll get to see how Scott Frost can kind of react to, to a new quarterback. And, and he's done okay in the past. You know, we saw McCaffrey take over a little bit. That didn't work out great, but they did beat Penn mm-hmm. State. Uh, if you remember when Noah Vedral and, and McCaffrey joined together a few yeah. years ago, um, they combined for a really solid game and beat Rutgers. So yeah. there's been a few examples where it's worked out so far for Nebraska uh, to go with uh, without Adrian and get the win. We'll see if it happens again. Uh, Smothers gets the start. He said it's possible, Frost did yesterday, that Harburg will get some snaps in that game. They're both getting reps to practice. Harburg this year uh, has seen some action, played fairly well. Uh, when Adrian, we thought he was gone maybe for the whole season with a broken jaw. We didn't know that at the time, but he had a broken jaw. And then he came back into that game. Uh, but Smothers moved the team well on that drive, uh, and then a penalty kind of uh, derailed it. But 7 of 11 so far this season, uh, 119 yards as we go to the final game, uh, 13 carries for 69 yards on the season. What do you expect from Smothers on Friday? 
Uh, well, they, they said that he kind of he knows the whole playbook, so it's not like they're going to have to keep it basic and simple uh, without you know with without Adrian. So I, I think that you see it's it's interesting too because it sounds like Ramir Johnson might not be able to go. Jacquezian is still yeah. on a missing posters around Lincoln, so we're going to see yeah. if he gets to play. The running back position might just be by committee, like you saw last week. Not necessarily a strength. Uh, you're going up against a very opportunistic defense, a very good defense. Um, so I. I think it'll be, I think it'll be more of a defensive battle. If you win this game, it's more on defense. But Logan Smothers will just have to do just enough. And what I expect from him is, um, you know, being able to put together a few drives. I, I don't think it's too many, mm. but get some scoring drives out of there. Of course, you don't have much field goal help. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just make a few plays. I think if you're if you're being kind to a new quarterback, try to say, you know, get, get 21, 24 points against that, Iowa. That's not an easy thing to do, but uh, that'll put you in a position to win. What happens if they score 28 like uh, they did against Wisconsin? But Iowa had that streak where they hadn't given up more than 22 or 24. Yeah. For, I mean, it's uh, like ridic- 30 games. Yeah, basically. it was a ridiculous number of games. If Nebraska did that with Logan Smothers at quarterback, that would be an awkward conversation. It would be a joyous one for, for a while. I mean, you're talking yeah. about uh, – and it would be a great one, really, because you think you might have your future quarterback. But it would also be awkward in the conversation with Adrian Martinez if you won the game and you scored like 30, 35 points or something like that. Yeah, that, and that, that's what's fun. I mean, there's so many different things that can come out of this that will uh, – maybe spark some off season conversation. And that's kind of what I'm yeah. hoping for because there's not a, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's that, that's known about next year's team. So we're going to kind of go through the off season, kind of just waiting for the, the, the ball to drop there. But one good piece of conversation could be, Hey, was that real against Iowa? Yeah. Can, is, could Logan be the future of the program? You know, how much is the new quarterback? I think people expect if Adrian does transfer and they bring in a, in, in a transfer quarterback themselves, so that guy will start, that there's not much of a competition. Uh, if Logan wins that game, certainly changes that conversation. So uh, it, it's it's just going to be fascinating to see how this stuff plays out. Um, and I that's why I say I, I think this, this, while not ideal for a lot of us to, that wanted to see Martinez get one more shot at it, uh, is, is very intriguing and a lot of different uh, storylines can come yeah. out of it. It's Iowa Hate Week, uh, so we'll have to ramp that up. I, I don't feel the hate building, but, you know, give me time. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe after a Thanksgiving dinner where I've eaten too much and then I'm, like, bloated, I'll be a little angry. Uh, <laughs> but then I'll still want more turkey, that's for sure. Uh, but I do uh, want to hear your responses to Logan Smothers uh, on the uh, text line, 464-5685, the Sutter Heyman text line, the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Love to hear you either way. Um, we ha- we are on uh, Twitch, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. You can see our faces uh, here at Chick-fil-A for Tailgate Tuesday, Bach and I. Uh, so we'll talk a lot about Husker football, especially uh, with Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com just a few minutes away. Also BC of Husker 24-7. Uh, news in the world of college football, James Franklin is staying at Penn State. Uh, part of that is maybe nobody wants him now that Penn State has kind of <laughs> melted down. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that maybe... Uh, he wouldn't be staying if he they were undefeated or at a two loss team or something like that. Maybe not. And his uh, the the word coming out of his camp that he doesn't want to have to do a rebuild necessarily uh, at USC or LSU, and and so he's kind of interested with his team where it is. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, that that's certainly a possibility. Um, Penn State's interesting because it's kind of just that next tier of jobs, right? It um, can't quite compete with LSU and Florida and USC and some of those openings, um, but that's a heck of a gig to land to begin with. Yeah. So uh, uh, not necessarily a bad day for James Franklin. Very strange the way that he has, you know, never really denied the rumors mm. and then started – talking like he wasn't necessarily right. prepared or maybe his, his head wasn't all in it. So uh, I don't know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't know if that's a win for Penn State. The other thing is, Penn State fan base, they like James Franklin overall, but his in-game coaching sometimes drives yeah. you crazy. So yeah. I don't know if they were wanting or, 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 or if they're celebrating in Happy Valley today that Franklin will be there. I think it's good news because the Big Ten, that's two guys now that were kind of up for the openings, and, and the Big Ten said, hey, we're, we're keeping those yeah. guys. So I think it's good for the Big Ten, but I don't know how uh, the fans in Happy Valley are feeling. I don't know how excited I would be if somebody told me, hey, uh, did you hear James Franklin's now the new coach at Nebraska? I don't know yeah. how excited I would I mean, they're not a physical football team this year, uh, at least this year. They couldn't run the ball at all. Their defense has always been pretty good, and it was good, yeah. again, this this year. Uh, and Clifford was good at times, but he didn't always have protection. Uh, that was a team that feels like, what are they, 6-4 and four or something like yeah. that, uh, along those lines. Uh, I, I never thought that they were great. Uh, they could have beaten Michigan, and maybe we would feel differently about Penn State had they done that. They've had some close – uh, losses and some close wins. They beat Wisconsin yeah. earlier this year, uh, sixteen to ten. Uh, they beat Auburn, so they've had some good wins. Um, but then they had that stinker to Illinois, uh, kind of, yeah. you know, that, that we're <laughs> really? talking about. That was tough to watch. That was a really bad uh, football <laughs> game. So maybe that's the reason that Illinois game is the reason James Franklin is not headed to USC or LSU or someplace like that. But you have to say he's one of the top coaches in the Big Ten, so it's good for the Big Ten to keep him yep. around. Well, we like our middling coaches. Uh, <laughs> we want to keep them. Uh, so give them more money and keep them around or give them a pay dump uh, like Harbaugh did last year and yeah. keep them around. Uh, he had to give up some money, and Scott Frost did as well uh, this year. Nebraska basketball and volleyball picked up a big commitment, and I mean big, tall at least, uh, Maggie Mendelson. Uh, from North Ogden, Utah. She's a middle blocker, and she's uh, ranked as the second-best recruit in the country for the 2020. Well, actually, she she moved from the 2023 class to the 2022 class. Okay, she's getting a jump start. Yeah, it was a team effort by Amy Williams and John Cook, really, in recruiting her to get her for both basketball and volleyball, which you don't see very often. Um, but she ranks as the 32nd-best recruit uh, by ESPN in basketball, but she's only 16, and she's going to reclassify into the 2022 class and maybe redshirt. Uh, I, I think that you you see some play. If she's that good, though, yeah, you wonder. That's a, that's kind of odd to reclassify to go redshirt, right? But I guess she feels like, and a lot this happens where you get to a place like Nebraska, even if you're the best player. We saw it with Lindsey Krause, who's. You know, among the top recruits, Batenhorst, that happened with yeah. her. They get here, Lundstein, they're great, and then they realize the talent they're competing against, and it takes them another year. Yeah. So even if you're the best recruit in the country, sometimes 
uh, it takes a while. And this is a girl that's 16, so her body probably hasn't fully physically developed, even though she's 6'5". Uh, I think John Cook called her elite. I haven't seen the comments uh, by Amy Williams, but that's a big get for her as well. Yeah, that's just, it's just awesome, too. I mean, you you don't uh, seem to have two-way players. Or I mean, no. not two-way players, but two sport athletes no. in, in college ball too much any, anymore. So it's kind of fun to see that again. Uh, and and it, it's it's a big, big get for both of them, right? For, yeah. for either way. I mean, I don't know how many Nebraska uh, ba- basketball players have been landing in the top 50. I mean, that's pretty good for Nebraska women's basketball. And then, of course, for volleyball, it's more of the same, but it's still number two in the yeah. nation. So, uh, you know, that, that's a big haul for both programs and a fun athlete to follow here at Nebraska. So we can always do that topic that we do every time somebody who's a two-sport player is playing at Nebraska. Best two-sport player of all time oh, yeah. in Nebraska history. Uh, if you'd like to chime in on that, maybe we'll revisit it. And maybe that's one of the first things we'll ask uh, Brian Munson about of HuskerOnline.com. But when you think of that question, who comes to mind? Well, I think Darren Erstad is probably the top yeah. one. He's pretty heavy baseball compared to football, yeah, but he was also helped with the football punting. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, but, uh, th- I mean, as far as his success that he went on to have uh, playing baseball and then even coaching Nebraska baseball. So uh, I think he's probably the tops in my head. Then I think about those uh, – there's like the – Early 2000s team that had Wilson Thomas and Matt Davison play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, they were, they were stars on the football uh-huh. team at the wide receiver unit. Um, but that was a, that was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, you know, both of them were pretty good. I mean, they contributed. Uh, they weren't just there for show. Right. But, um, I mean, they were, they were like role players. You don't remember were. him, but Keith Newbert uh, played for Nebraska basketball under Mo Iba. And then his senior year, he went out for football. Uh, and played tight end, six five, six six, power forward type guy. Uh, played in the NFL, uh, did he? And very good looking guy. So he got commercials as well. I wonder whatever happened to Keith Newbert. Uh, but that was a that was one. Eric Strickland easily could have. Oh yeah. Um, and he did play baseball uh, at the pro level, but he didn't play for Nebraska for some reason. He was a great multi-sport athlete. Boy, there's a lot of guys that could have, huh? Yeah. I mean, if you choose your oh, sport. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. In fact, if I'm looking for a tight end, I don't know why more coaches do this. Uh, don't do this. Uh, just go to the basketball team and look for a guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's kind of a beast. Like, uh, Derek Walker, come on over. We'll, we'll oh, give yeah. You a, we'll give you a shot. <laughs> uh, he's got the body for it. I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I would do that more often. Now, guys probably don't want to get beat up. That's why they choose basketball over be- uh baseball or, or other sports uh, or football, uh, for sure. Uh, Brandon Banks, somebody says on the text line. Brent Banks, there <laughs> Brent you Banks. go, yes. Yeah, Brent, Brent Banks. Him uh, and Noah Vedral for the, uh, the one day uh, that COVID broke out. Turner Gale for baseball, Mr. Unbelievable says. Uh, football players who suited up for basketball team a couple of years ago count. Yeah, that, that's yeah. basically what we were talking about uh, there when – uh, you needed extra bodies there in Chicago. That's what Fred Hoiberg did. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's exciting news. I, I, exciting news for both John Cook uh, and for basketball. It sounds like maybe her ceiling is a little higher for volleyball, but you never know. Somebody yeah. who's 16, how can you even project? Yeah, and if you're top 50 in the nation in basketball, you're a pretty good basketball yeah. player. <laughs> they don't just yeah. hand that out either. So yeah. uh, she's got plenty of uh, upside on both. Uh, so all that is happening, state football championships. Uh, did you see this, that uh, Kim Kardashian, of course, we learned uh, earlier this week or last week that she's now dating Pete Davison. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you okay with like a f- – she's 41, he's like 28. 
Yeah, age gap's not that big of a difference, especially in Hollywood. Especially yeah. once you get to plus, you know, with, the, with, the, with the surgery, she's only like sixteen. <laughs> That's right. She doesn't look forty-one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. I just we've talked about it before. We're yeah. uh, this is our most interesting Hollywood connection so yeah. far because we talk about it. But. He has a he's been uh, photographed with a love bite on his neck. Yeah, that's that's what I find. That seems a little teenish. To that's me. very strange to have a hickey. Not teen, not even teenish. That just seems immature. Yes, that's very strange. Because we're uh, very mature people here on this radio show, <laughs> and we're always watching the maturity of others to make yeah. sure it's it's up to speed. It's up to. I, I just don't, don't know. I'd have to think back to like middle school or high school yeah. to remember the last time I've seen anybody with a hickey. But uh, uh, by the way, if you haven't seen it, King of Staten Island is one of my favorite. What's a newer movie? It's probably three years old now. Uh, Very funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. Marissa Torme is in it. Uh, The comedian that I was uh, forget. He's one of uh, Brett Kane's favorite comedians. Do you know Brett Kane's favorite comedian? I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, but it's a very good movie. Uh, King of Staten Island. You should check it out. Uh, There you go. Uh, Coming up on the show, we'll talk a lot about chicken today. Uh, it'll, it'll be a good show talking about, and then we get to eat the chicken, uh, but you'll be able to stop by here or the South Point location. We're at the 48th and O Chick-fil-A location all day today till two o'clock. Use the Chick-fil-A app to order or scan, get your rewards points, and you'll be registered to win that free tailgate meal for 15 people, which is nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, or lemonade. Bill Burr. Is oh, the, yeah, Bill Burr. Bill Burr is right. the guy I was trying to think of. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is Brett Kane's favorite comedian. Uh, Andrew doesn't uh, really like Pete Davis. And, uh, I, li- I like Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr is really funny. And I, I actually wasn't a big Pete Davison fan. And then I saw King of Staten Island. I thought, this is a funny movie. I like him. Yeah, he's pretty good on SNL. You, you still watch SNL a lot? I, I don't on a regular basis. Um, I go I go through, I think, periods where I love the cast. I don't like the cast. I love the cast. I like the cast. Yeah. Or there's some skit that you have to you have to see because it's gone viral, and then you start watching again or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's... Did, you watched Taylor Swift's big performance, didn't you? I watched it on Twitter. Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not yeah, that's right. Where she bashes Jake Gyllenhaal. Right, that's correct. She yeah. did a 10-minute song that bashed Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, yeah. it's a remake. I mean, it was the same song, but she just an extended yeah. version of it. She re-released her music. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, it's good that you can use your fame to get more fame. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because she was lacking there for a while. Taylor Swift is... Uh, you can make fun of her or fans as all you want. Man, she can make some good music. I know. She's one of those... And that might be a good uh, box tops type thing. Uh, people that... Like musicians, actors, that type of thing, athletes that you don't want to like, but you kind of do. Yeah, you can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say Taylor Swift's in that category. Oh yeah, uh, Julia Roberts has always been in that category for me. She seems smug. Yeah, uh, but I really like her movies. Yeah, she's a really good. actress. She's a really good she? actress, and and I don't want to like her, but I kind of like her. <laughs> so that'd be a good list uh, at some point. But today's box tops is a different category. Oh yeah, top games of the weekend. It's my favorite weekend in college football. So of course I'm doing this list rivalry uh, week. All right, uh, I will ask uh, Box some questions about college football a little bit later on the show. We call it Ask Box because we couldn't think of anything else to call it. But uh, Box <laughs> knows a lot about college football, so we like to ask him questions about it. Also, as we mentioned, B. From Husker 24-7 Right around 1.30 this afternoon And Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com He is next On Tom and Bach Download our app By searching 93.7 The ticket in your app store To stay in touch and listen all day long Wherever you are 
This is Tom and Bach. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.